Greetings, everybody, and welcome to another episode of The Decision Hour. I am your host, Adam Bird, and I have a very special guest lined up for you today. Uh, I was, let's see here, recently introduced um, and uh, was surprised she reached out to me on the old interwebs, I believe it was. Had a couple of conversations, some uh, exchange text messages, and then I get this little package in the mail, and it's this little book called Lucky. Uh, little guy, big mission, and uh, that's all I'm going to tell you right now because I want to uh, I'm going to let our guest explain what this is all about. So, without further ado, my new friend uh, Eileen Doyen, how are you? I am awesome and very honored to be here today, Adam. Thank you so much. Absolutely. So, uh, yeah, I'm sitting here. Those of you that you know, you you, you can't see us, guys, but but I'm, I'm in my hand. I'm holding this this uh, book. Um, and it's got these two little dogs, and it looks like a double amputee uh, on it. And I see your name on this. What? Why don't you tell? First off, let me back up. Tell our listeners a little bit about you, and then the, the, then we'll get into the good stuff here. So. Okay. All right. Sounds good. Uh, well, I'm originally from upstate New York, and um, I left home and started my career, and you know was pursuing getting things as most people do in their career, getting things. And there's a reason for I, for me saying that. But anyways, it was doing my thing and lost my mom and my brother uh, in my early 20s. And no one really teaches you about death, you know, how to handle it, how to work through it. So you just kind of plug along. And um and so it was just kind of me and my dad and my dad was diagnosed with lung cancer and he passed in 2011. And I, my dad was everything to me and I was everything to my dad. And it just tore me apart, tore my heart out. And, um, and anyone that has had anyone that has died uh, from cancer, it's a horrific, horrific disease and we're working on it. But anyways, I knew I was really bad uh, mentally and I knew that I needed some help. So what, what did I do? I Googled it. You know, what do you do? How do you overcome this? Because I had never really grieved when my mom and my brother died because I think because I was in my early twenties, I was in my career. So all I did was dive into my career and worked all the time. And so when my dad died, um, I Googled it and it said to write in a journal. I did that for about two weeks and I got bored and I said, well, I'm not cured. This is a waste of my time. You know, what's next? So somebody said, you should write a book. So I said to my husband, I said, Danny, I'm going to write a book about my dad. And then he looked at me, he said, great idea. And I said, no one's going to read it, but you and, you and I, right? And he said, probably not. Um, and I'll tell you, Adam, why I wanted to write a book about my dad. My dad was a Marine. He quit high school and uh, fought in uh, World War II. His other three brothers had enlisted into um, the war, but he was the only one that saw battle. He, his boots actually hit Iwo Jima when he was 17 years young. And he was there for 31 days, and it was only supposed to be a battle that lasted for tops 48 hours. Right. And it was the bloodiest battle um, seen by U.S. soldiers. And I am embarrassed to somewhat tell you that because I never knew that until three months before he died. Because when, you know, when the greatest generation came home, they never talked about the war. Right. We, you know, we, we just, ne we just never did. It was the way of our life. They never, you know, they started their own business. They had a family and they just moved on. And, um, my husband and I, we live in Portsmouth, New Hampshire, and we have a Pease Air Force Base um, 
literally right in our backyard. I love to watch out the military planes. But anyways, it's usually um, the very last stop before soldiers go overseas or the very, you know, one and just it is so inspirational. It is just an incredible, incredible uh, thing that they do over there. And we're part of that. So I tell you that to say, you know, my husband and I are very veteran uh, oriented. We, you know, we, we try to thank veterans. We try to do as much as we can, you know, because of everything that they do. And thank you so much for your service as well. Um, so I decided to write a book and I reached out to my girlfriends that I went to high school with. And I said, you know, hey, I'd like to do a book tribute to dads from their daughters. And they were saying, hey, that's great. So um, moving it up a little quicker. So I decided to do it. And I got so much feedback from my friends that about doing the book and what it meant to them. And, you know, and I remember going to the cemetery and, you know, putting the book down on my father's headstone and saying, you know, I did this for you. And um, I, I just, I was looking for a purpose at that time. And I said to my husband, I said, I think I might have an idea here. I'd like to continue on and write another book about a different topic, which was keepsakes, treasures from your heart, because we all get uh, things from people that have passed right. that mean something, whether it's a vase or a picture or a flag on your wall. You know, you never know where that comes from, but you think of that person. So uh, long story short, I ended up doing eight books. I did four with a self-publisher and then I decided to go out on my own and do it myself. But it's part of my personality. If you somewhat haven't picked up on that, I like to do it myself. <laughs> and um, I had a marketing person that worked for me part-time and I just said, hey, Kirsten, what do you think? Can, can you do this? And she said, I'll try. And I said, I think we're smart enough. We'll figure it out. Right. And we did. And my most recent book, my last book that I did myself was Patriots of Courage, Tributes to First Responders, which I was so honored because I met so many people. And that's where I met David Bray. He actually wrote a story in my book. <laughs> um, and the people that I met on LinkedIn and just uh, or Facebook, just around, you know, firefighters, you know, Army, Navy, uh, just everything that everyone that was out on the front lines, EMTs. And I was just saying to my husband, I, I'm on a road. I don't know where my road is going to lead, but I have a purpose. There's, there's something that I'm supposed to do here. And I just kept looking and watching and looking and watching. And right after my book was released, um, my husband found out he had prostate cancer. And he had come out with a premixed cocktail drink um, that that same year and lots of things were going on. So I said, you know what, I'm going to going to take a little bit of a break from doing books myself. I'm going to help my husband help him with the marketing side of his cocktail drink. And then um, we'll figure out his cancer situation. And then I'm going to look for my purpose. And uh, so he, he was fine with the prostate uh, cancer. That's all under control. 
And um, I was watching Steve Hartman on Facebook feed and he, he was interviewing Christy Gardner. And I had met Christy Gardner. Uh, she had written a story in my book, Pet Tales, about her service dog, Moxie. She's an army veteran, double amputee, and she plays sled hockey. And she actually formed a team in New England called the New England Warriors. Right. And I'm not sure if uh, people listening know what sled hockey is, but um, uh, people actually get in this bucket and it has a one blade um, underneath it and you have uh, sticks with uh, like ice picks at the end and they play sled hockey. Some people have, have um, you know, no legs. Some people have one arm. Some people, you know, there's just all veteran oriented that play. So anyways, uh, we used to travel around and see her periodically in Maine, New Hampshire, and Massachusetts. And um, so I was watching Steve Hartman do this interview about Christy. And I said, oh, what's up with that? Because we, we, we had stayed in touch. And this was 2014. And here it was now 2019. And all of a sudden, I saw this video. And it was Christy. She just started getting into training puppies for veterans and first responders because she will tell you that she probably would have committed suicide if it wasn't for her service dog. Her service dog saved her life. So I'll probably uh, cry here, but, and she said that she wanted to help others turn around like what Moxie did for her. So she went to the breeder and the breeder had this, puppy and the puppy was born with a club paw club front paw and of course a breeder no one wants the puppy it's not worth any money to the breeder and they the medical bills were going to be so extensive you know they were thinking about euthanizing the puppy and christy said i can't do that i wasn't euthanized when i came home with no legs Um, I can't do that. I want to take the dog and I'm going to train the dog to be a therapy dog for a school. So the breeder agreed to that. And, um, you know, here you see this little puppy and, you know, running around with, you know, this club paw, but he didn't know he was different. Right. He didn't know. So, um, and it's okay to be different. Right. You know, and um, they ended up calling the dog Lucky, which you have to buy the book to read the story to figure (laughs) out why they call it, named the puppy Lucky, um, because it's a true story. A couple things in there are were put in there, but the bulk of the book is all true. And um, his dream was to be a therapy dog. And we always have a dream and we never want to give up on our dreams, do we? Right. And um, so anyways, I, I got in touch with Christy. I said, hey, Christy, I'm crying. I must have watched the, the, the interview like nine times. Cry. Three minutes long. And I said, hey, I just saw your interview with Steve Hartman. I'd like to write a children's book about you, Moxie and Lucky. Are you okay with that? She says, yeah, sure. Hung up. <laughs> and I said, oh, my God. Holy crap. What did I just do? Right. And I said to my husband, I told him what I did. And he says, oh, that's great. Never wrote a children's book. Of course, it's a whole different ball game because right. it's a hardcover. You wow. have to hire a publisher, have to get an illustrator, right. had no clue what to do. And I said, I put myself out there on purpose and committed to Christy because I really wanted to do this. Because I, and she was also at a point where she started committing and training puppies. Right. And her goal was to have a training facility. 
So we were kind of trolling along at the same time here. And I said, Danny, this is my mission. I pay tributes to veterans. I help Christy. And who doesn't love little puppies? Right. I, I love that the illustration of the books is, is really good. Listen, before we get any further into this, people that are listening and now they've, they've heard about the book, where can they get the book? Tell them where they can find the book and purchase the book. Great. Thank you for asking. Um, they can get it on Amazon. However, if you go to my website, and it's a little bit long, but it's unforgettablefacesandstories.com. And I did that title so that I could have a good umbrella of all different topics under my website. So again, it's unforgettablefacesandstories.com. Because if you purchase through my website, obviously Amazon takes their share and more money goes to Christie's. Um, organization. And I also started a series of Lucky Says t-shirts. And the t-shirts are only available on my website. And it's Moxie and Lucky there. And it's like, uh, Lucky says, don't give up on your dream. Lucky says it's not good to, you know, to be anti-bullying. And Lucky says it's okay to be different. And the shirts are are doing phenomenal. So I'm very excited. Great. I love it. And I see in, in the picture, and Christy's got such an incredible story. I've been fortunate enough to hear her story several times in the line of work that I that I do, and and, and some of the shows that I've heard her on have not met her personally uh, or whatnot. But I noticed in the book you've got some you actually got some pictures of her on the ice uh, with Moxie by her side, uh, and 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 uh, it looks like some public speaking uh, events and stuff like that. How long did it take once you had the idea of writing this book? And you got Christie's, you know, blessing to, to like, yeah, go ahead, do it. And it's, it's, it just seems like her. How long did it take you to, to do the book? It took, oh, let's see, I started in um, November 19. Uh, and the book actually came out, it was probably a year. And the book actually... Um, came out in May of last year because, you know, COVID really kicked us back and right. you know, did its thing. Um, and plus my husband was diagnosed with lymphoma last February. So, you know, I'm, I'm dropping my husband off for chemo at the side of the hospital, like the curb, like a puppy, you know, I'm, I'm getting in my books and, you know, going the publisher, doing all that. It was quite an experience. And with, with Christy, well, let me tell you the story about getting my illustrator, if you don't mind. Um, I was interviewing illustrators and I'm always concerned about the connect. You have to have, I have to have the connect with person person. And um, because the book is all heart. So I interviewed about six different people. They were all women for whatever reason. And nobody just, 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 got to my heart. So I'm going through Facebook one night on a Saturday and I see this woman, she had just done illustrations on the book and her name is Susan Spellman and she lives in Newburyport, Massachusetts, which is like 20 minutes from us. And I, I messaged her. I said, Hey, Susan, I'm doing a children's book. I'd like to talk to you. She says, Hey, I'm going to be in Portsmouth, New Hampshire tomorrow for a book signing of someone's book. I just did come meet me there. So Danny and I go down to see her and, you know, she's interacting with the kids. She's doing sketches. And I said, I don't care how much she is. I don't care what I have to do. She's the one. I had to wait three to four months, Adam, for her. So that put me back. But you know what? 
it, the book was all in God's hands. It just, Ah, it just rolled and everything, everything worked out. Incredible. It's, it's, it is an amazing book. Um, It's called lucky folks. If you're on, Listen, if you, I say this every week, but I got to remind you guys every now and then, if you are listening to the show right now, you're already on the internet. And open up another browser. Go to her website. It's unforgettablefacesandstories.com. And I'll make sure I tag this, and this will be in the show notes and whatnot. We'll hyperlink it to make it easy for you guys um, as well. Um, I, I got a couple more questions for you. Where do you want – what do you – what do you want to see this book do? Where what what's next for the book? Where do you see this book going? Um, well, there is a lucky two. It's all written. Okay. It's the illustration. Susan will be starting them January first, and my long term goal is to have an animated film. You know, due to the world we live in, it's crazy out there, mm. and kids' interpretation of people and things needs some tender loving care, if you will, they, you know, and they need to be aware that it is okay to be different and that bullying is wrong and that you have to stick together and you have to help one another. And there's just so many life lessons in that book. And the whole book was actually done in new England, which I'm, I'm proud of that. And, you know, um, no offense, but we're all New England sports fans here, you know, all Boston oriented, don't want to get into that. I can tell you every year we won the Super Bowl, the whole, the whole shebang. Um, but anyways, so my long-term goal is to have an animated film because Christy is so sports oriented because yeah. she competes with um, – um, you know, on the sled hockey, she's trying out for the Olympics in Tokyo this yep. year, and she helps so many people, Adam, um, so many kids she helps. It's just incredible. Her story needs to be told, and I think it would be phenomenal as an animated film, and I, I am working with that as we speak. I don't disagree with you. I think it would be, uh, you know, having read this, and it's first off, I love the fact that it's an easy read. For guys like me that can't read, this was great. So, and, and it came with pictures and stuff, which I absolutely love. Uh, and it was it was one of those where it was just like, oh, it's a cute book. And then you're reading through it, and you're just like, you had mentioned there's a lot of life lessons in this in this book. Being different was was one. Um, uh, the other one was was bullying. There there is a there's a, an example of uh, how some of the other puppies bullied. Um, lucky and whatnot and and then overcoming all of it uh and 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 then tying into the purpose of helping others right being a service dog i look at like you know this resonates home with me i have two dogs myself that i've trained in it and they are i i get sick to my stomach when i'm when i'm away from them for more than three days you know, and uh, uh, and 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 it's—I don't know—it's—it's—it's. It's, it's, it, this is such a, a great book. The book's called Lucky Little Guy, Big Mission, and uh, it's—I think it's really cool that you tied Christy Gardner in with this because uh, she's such an amazing uh, and an inspirational individual uh, her, her uh, herself. I got—I got one more question for you. Mm-hmm. You're on a show called The Decision Hour. Name a time in your life where 
your feet were on the line and you had to make that decision, what was it and what was the atmosphere like at the time? Great question. And I think going back to when I contacted Christy and I asked her the question if I could do the book about her, because I knew I had said before that, you know, we go through like getting things, Mm -hmm. but our purpose in life is giving things. And I knew at that time when I made that my, when I made that decision that I had made, I had found my purpose and I had made my decision to move towards my purpose and to achieve my purpose, if, if you will. Absolutely. Oh, you know what? Thank you so much for sharing that. That's absolutely beautiful. Thank you. I appreciate you writing this book and, and others that I'm now going, going to have to, to check out. Uh, I appreciate your friendship uh, as well and taking time to come and speak to our listeners today. My pleasure. My pleasure, Adam. Thank you for all you do. Your work is incredible and um, you touch so many hearts. It's incredible. Thank you. Thank you so much. Folks, that's all the time that we have today. The book is Lucky, Little Guy, Big Mission. We're going to have all the information in the show notes. Make sure you check it out. Before we let you go, make sure you also check out our parent network, Heroes Media Group. Go check out all the great uh, podcast shows over there, articles we are hiring. So if you're interested in being a content content provider or if you have a new podcast that you'd like uh, up on our network, give us a shout. Uh, Send us an email at info at heroesmediagroup.com. Until next time, you've been listening to The Decision Hour.